right, welcome back to another episode of AFI's Cover 7. Today, we're going to switch gears a little bit from the ELF and talk about the NFL. Uh, Daniel, I know you're a big NFL fan. The Hall of Fame game is this Thursday. Who do you got, Jets or Browns? Jets, Aaron Rodgers all day, best move ever made. He's going to win the Super Bowl. Packers are crap. Let's go Jets. Oh, wow. That hurts my heart. Uh, I hope that Aaron Rodgers tears his ACL in warm-ups. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I hope he plays 60% of the snaps so that the Packers get a first-round pick. Um, so, anyway, uh, with the NFL coming back, uh, which I know I am very excited for, and Daniel is as well, uh, let's talk about the international side. Last year, we saw two international players play in the Hall of Fame game. Unfortunately, none this year, uh, unless I'm forgetting about a punter from down under. Forgive me. Um, but the NFL IPP program will be uh, on display again this preseason with the large new class. Daniel, what can you tell us about the program and about the uh, eight guys that will be uh, competing this preseason? Yeah, so just rewind it a bit. I mean, the program started in 2017. It's quite old. It's taken a few uh, different routes, a few different iterations. Um, and now it's basically expanded a lot into this kind of like uh, international scouting program where guys from all over the world come to London, do a combine, sorry, and um, in Mexico as well, in South America, or Central America rather, um, come to London mostly, um, do a combine. And the biggest, best athletes get placed onto teams after a intensive training uh, camp either in Florida AMG Academy this year last year was in Ohio and offensive lineman's uh, clinic so yeah this changes but it's about getting the best players around the world or best athletes rather um, and putting them onto NFL teams um, each year a different um, conference gets um, each division sorry a different division gets uh, allocated a number of players uh, four players onto each team obviously um, this year uh, there were eight players from that um, international pool that were placed on to eight teams. Now, every team in the NFL um, since the IPP's beginning has had a international player. Some of those players have gone on to do relatively interesting things. Some of them have gone on to do not a lot. Um, but the biggest um, change from last year uh, was the amount of Nigerian athletes that came through the program. Um, if any of you know that Otsu Minura, former New York Giants a defensive end Super Bowl winner, um, he's obviously Nigerian. And he started something with NFL Africa, which is to celebrate the heritage of African players in the NFL. And as part of that, he ran a few camps in West Africa, uh, in Ghana, in Nigeria, um, and just tried to find all the best athletes that he could. Um, and because of that effort, a lot of the players coming from IPP now are coming from Nigeria. You get these large, large men, six foot ten, like Jeremy, former basketball players, just coming through the program. Um, amazing measurables. Um, I haven't played football before, though, uh, which is different from in previous years where we focus more on European players and maybe guys from um, uh, East Asia as well. But maybe their measurables weren't as impressive. They were good football players, good European football players, but the measurables weren't as impressive. So I think we've seen that mix now. And last year, we saw 13 Nigerians come to the IPP program, which was the biggest representative of any country in the world at the IPP. Um, and six of those, I believe, how many of those got placed? Six. six, I think. Six of those got placed on teams this year. So that's a kind of a rundown of IPP. But um, yeah, really, really cool things are happening for those Nigerian athletes, despite next to no football experience. Yeah, very exciting what's happening. Um, 
in Africa with the development of the sport and uh, obviously the athletes coming out of there are, are really exciting, really promising. I know this preseason as a Packers fan, I'm very excited to see a Kenneth Umduwewu do his thing, number 56 from educational basketball. I hope he gets some some burn out there. I'll be watching him um, as long as well as the other international guys on the scene. Um, so obviously Nigeria took the spotlight last year, but in the past we've seen um, some guys from the ELF make the jump, some guys from British university leagues, some guys from the German league, some handball players, some guys that have never touched a football that were playing rugby or track or whatever. As part of the NFL's IPP's growth, uh, one of these scouts that's been uh, moved to the program is Mark Dulligan, and he is starting sort of an unprecedented European tour. He'll be visiting London, Paris, Munich, and Vienna and Vasa, Finland, to work out uh, potential NFL IPP players to kind of just uh, verify their traits, see if they have what it takes to make the NFL before, of course, the combine that we know well in October. Daniel, you have your eyes on the ELF, the GFL, the Italian Football League. Are there any young guys that sort of might make that jump, maybe are uh, going to work out with Mark uh, this week? Yeah, I mean, London is always uh, going to be a hotspot for for talent. Um, outside of American football, almost certainly there's track guys, football guys, rugby guys, a lot of high-class athletes here. So I'm sure he's done a lot of sourcing of his own and found some some good guys. But a city that jumps out to me is Vienna. Um, two guys who I, I know, one of them I played with uh, previously. Uh, one of them I didn't play with, uh, Florian Bierbammer um, from, from Austria. He was with the Graz Giants previously. He's now with the Vienna Vikings. 24 years old, six foot five, 250, around that. Great speed and movement skills for someone of his size. I'm sure he's got an invite. There's no way he's been left off the list. And he's killing it as well. He had a breakout season last year in Elf, but he suffered some injuries. This year he's back and he's doing well. Another guy is Destiny Idiahe. Idiahi. I'm sorry, Destiny. I played with you and I've messed up your surname. But great guy anyway. But absolute beast. Absolute beast. About six, four. Like 270, 280. He's a big boy and he's got some movement skills. He's got a lot of aggression as well. Got a high motor for someone of his size. Um, so I'm sure those two guys are what we're going to see at the uh, the combine or the workouts, rather. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a few good young names in the ELF. One guy that comes to mind um, is Tomiya, Tomiya Oyewu, excuse me, from Ireland, uh, running back for Munich Ravens, having a fantastic season. He's kind of in the hunt for the rushing title at the moment. So uh, I believe he's only 21 years old, really young guy um, that has shown some athletic traits that NFL might be looking for. Um, but with that being said, we're really excited to hear uh, what Mark says. He breaks it down exactly what the IPP is looking for, uh, not only of the football players, but of handball, of soccer, of anyone that might have the goods. And and he talks about how the program is now being seen in a bigger light. More people are approaching him about potential ideas for the program. So let's hear it from the source itself and get to the interview. I thought we could just start with a little background. Uh, Mark, do you mind telling me about kind of how you um, got into football and especially such a unique role? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been in football since I was in college. I went to San Diego State. Um, and I actually worked for the football team there uh, as a coach's assistant and kind of just doing everything for the football team there. It was one of the reasons I picked San Diego State, they had a Division I football program, um, and it's in San Diego. <laughs> and it was a couple hours down from where I 
grew up in, in Los Angeles. Um, so from there, you know, I just kind of found my way into, you know, the football world. Um, you know, I've been in player personnel in some capacity over the last 15 years, um, including, you know, consulting for NFL teams, um, you know, player personnel for, uh, pro scouting director for the XFL back in the 2020 version, um, which unfortunately got cut short due to COVID. Um, as well as, you know, consulting and being part of the scouting group for the East-West Shrine game uh, here in the States. Um, and then, you know, I was in the NFL uh, research and analytics departments uh, since 2014, all the way up until last year um, when I took uh, this position here. So, um, you know, I've been doing it for a while. I've, I've been in, you know, player evaluation and player personnel for a while. Um, and... You know, when I first started, when I, I always had this vision of, or what I always kind of wanted to work toward was really what I'm doing right now, um, international scouting. I, I always refer back to the story. Um, I was just out of college, just living with a bunch of dudes. And uh, one guy, he went to, I think he was in, he was in Nairobi in Africa uh, to an orphanage. And um, he's doing some work down there. And they, one of the days that they had down there, they did like a kind of an Olympic event type of, uh, type of deal. And, um, he was showing me footage of it when he came back and there was this guy. So they set up a high, they set up a high jump. And usually in the high jump, they have like, you know, the pole that you have to clear and then you land on the big cushion. Well, this was on like a dirt gravel thing, two, three poles, you know, two on the side, one to clear. I think the pole is set at about six foot two, six foot three, something like that. Dude had no shoes on. He jumped, not only clears it, but lands on his feet on the other side. Like that's the most athletic thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I just started thinking like how many other kids or people out there are there like this that just, you know, they're just trying to survive day to day. You know, they're not thinking about working toward a college scholarship or playing professional sports. They're just trying to eat. You know, they're trying to, they're trying to find a meal for the day. So, um, so that just got me thinking and like, you know, there's gotta be, you know, it just makes sense, right? It's a numbers game. There's gotta be uh, great athletes around the world that just haven't been discovered, haven't had the means to play any sports. So anyway, so I found when I started with the NFL, um, I heard about the IPP. Um, I started with NFL in 2014, um, working with the NFL in the research and analytics department. And um, I got in contact with a person who's formerly head of the program, Damani Leach, who's now a, a president for the Denver Broncos. Um, said, how do I become a part of this? And so, you know, he was open to kind of get those wheels started, being part of the NFL family, and um, then eventually was able to connect with, uh, you know, James and Will, and, and here I am. Very cool, very cool. Um, so as you were coming from the States and getting your – um, your feet wet in, in scouting internationally. What, what surprised you the most um, when you started to look for, for talent abroad? I think the number one thing that surprised me was how much football is being played overseas. Um, you know, at, at a relatively, you know, at a higher level than I expected. Um, you know, I'd heard about the German Football League. It's been around for a while. Obviously, there was NFL Europe back in the day, and I knew that that kind of turned into some other things. But um, I'm just surprised at how many leagues there are and, and just how many organizations uh, there are out there. Um, that was the number one thing is I, I knew about the interest, the you know, NFL interest. Obviously, we played, you know, NFL started to play games out there the last decade or so. 
Um, there's a ton of interest that, you know, we see the numbers and ticket sales and all that, but um, really to see how many organized football leagues there are in existence, um, particularly in Europe, has been the most surprising for sure. And this is your, your second, the second group you're scouting, correct? This year? That's right. That's okay. right. So I started um, last August, early last August. So by that point, we were kind of um, getting prepping for the combine. Um, so this is kind of the first full cycle uh, scouting um, uh, for me with the IPP. Yeah, and speaking of your having a little European tour, uh, I've seen. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about it? Where are you stopping, and and what's the point of the the tour? Yeah, no, it's it it's kind of a no brainer for us. You know, we uh, for us to kind of get a it's kind of a pre qualifier tour, um, really just a way for me to get eyes on guys uh, before we bring them, you know, for the big for the big workout. Um, so, you know, really just verifying measurables, verifying what they look like, and just body typing guys, seeing them move around a bit in person. Um, I mean, as I'm sure you know, you know, guys can be listed at six, you know, six foot five, six foot four, and they come in and, you know, they're six foot two, right. six foot one, maybe. So, you know, just getting verified measurables, much like, you know, it's not that different from what, you know, we do in the States with, you know, NFL scouting is, when these scouts, these road scouts, they go to practices, they go to games to see them in person and really, you know, they come back to their, uh, you know, the college scouting director or the GM and say, okay, like he's, the body type is there. We can check off those boxes. So really it's just checking off boxes um, and making sure what we're looking at on film is is verified. And um, so that way when we get into the regional or the bigger combines, you know, we, we, we can, um, you know, we, we know we know what we're getting uh, going into that. I'm starting the uh, trip in Paris uh, next. Nice. Actually, I'm leaving tomorrow. Um, I'll be there for a couple of days, and then I'm heading to Munich. Then I'm heading to London, then Vienna, and then Vasa in Finland. I think that's how you say. It. I, I need to double check that. I think it's Vasa. I think it's right. Uh, I, I I played in Finland back in the day. Vasa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice coastal um, town there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I grew up uh, in Southern California, so it's always nice to get out of my bubble, <laughs> especially <laughs> for this and, you know, really get to see people in person and, and really meet with, um, you know, really meet with these leagues and these, these trainers and coaches and, um, you know, really strengthen that connection and network as well between the IPP and, and overseas leagues as well. So. That's really the goal of that, uh, you know, this this trip. Nice. So um, when you're scouting these leagues or looking for um, players in Europe, what are some kind of NFL traits that you're looking for to pop out on film? Yeah, well, you said it. Um, number one is we're looking for traits. Um, so, you know, we really put an emphasis on outliers, athletic outliers, size outliers, uh, so usually number one, you know, if we get a recommendation from a guy or, you know, we get filmed from a guy, like we, we want to know what their measurables are. Just, we got to meet the baseline stuff. Right. So as far as traits go, it's the length, uh, the, the coordination, um, just the movement skills, uh, you know, explosiveness, uh, you know, term we use like twitchiness, um, 
now. I mean, it's so we tend to lean toward looking at the bigger guys, you know, the kind of the lineman types, uh, the, the edge rusher types. Um, but that isn't to say that we over, you know, we ignore others. If there's a guy that we think would be a great tight end, um, you know, we'll look at him. If there's even, you know, a skill guy uh, who we think has elite speed, elite athletic traits. I mean, we look at like Marcel Dabo a few years ago, like, you know, a guy like that, who just really checks off a lot of NFL boxes. Um, you know, he's not a four, two guy, but he's, I mean, but he's explosive, you know, and he has the build and everything. So we're not ignoring those, but uh, we've just found that the bigger type, bigger body types, they tend to trans translate a little bit better. Um, to the NFL game from coming from, you know, international. Can't teach uh, size, or, right? What's that? I said you can't teach size. Exactly. I mean, you know, the poster boy for, you know, for, for that is Jordan Mailata, um, which obviously is rare, but it's a big world, man. Like there's gotta be some other ones. <laughs> like, for sure. For sure. Just, uh, I don't know where, you know, they don't know what they're doing right now, but um, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, he's not the first one built like that. He won't be the last one. So. Uh, so since you joined last year, how do you feel the, the program uh, has developed? Um, obviously, last year, um, we saw them jump from four allocated athletes to eight. Um, kind of how do you see the program um, continuing uh, in the future? Yeah, I, I think there's a ton of interest uh, just growing um, from NFL circles and GMs. And, and, you know, we have close connections with them, obviously, and, and we receive a lot of their feedback as well. Uh, so I think the one thing that, you know, is constantly, we're constantly evolving in how we scout, uh, what we're looking for, how to uh, evaluate players more efficiently, um, especially with the big region that we have, which is the entire world. So um, just always, you know, learning new ways to be more efficient and really target what we're looking for, maximize the time that we do have with, uh, the guys that we do bring in to work out. Um, and part of that is, you know, really being picky with the traits that we're looking at. Um, and, um, but I think, you know, like you said, like we, the last this last group was the first group that we allocated to uh, eight teams, you know, or spanning two divisions. And, um, you know, I think that's just going to, the interest is going to continue to grow as, as NFL, more and more NFL teams have had more international players on their teams. They'll see, um, you know, what they what they bring, you know, not, not only from a physical standpoint, but just from a locker room standpoint, um, how they work, uh, how they take advantage of the opportunity, how they're, how coachable they are. Uh, we had a really good group this last, this last year. Um, we had, and, and the big, I mean, the big theme of it was the Nigerian presence. Um, wow. I think six of them, I believe, uh, came from, from Africa and those Africa camps. So, um, you know, I just, I think that's a region that we're still, you know, expanding our scouting initiatives for. And, uh, and I think that'll continue to grow. Um, but yeah, I, I, what, something that was really eye opening was, you know, we, as a team, we went to the, uh, the NFL combine, uh, back in February and, you know, we got to sit in on a lot of meetings and talk to, GMs and coaches, and there's a lot of interest. And it's funny, they, they, they start 
spewing out like ideas like, oh, it'd be cool if like you guys did this or that. And, and, and we're, you know, we're taking all ideas and, you know, we want to work hand in hand with the NFL teams, um, you know, to help improve these teams and, and obviously help grow, grow the game. Um, but they just, the excitement level that they have, like, you know, have you looked into this type of app? Have you looked into this? And, you know, one of the things when I first got here about a year ago, I'm like, it became very apparent that one of the challenges was uh, the top athletes in countries are playing the top sports in their countries. So we have to look into crossover athletes. And we've had, the IPPs had success with crossover athletes, um, basketball, rugby, um, you know, so handball uh, years ago. And so it just being more creative, you know, being more creative in where we expand our scouting net. And, um, and I think that's, you know, the infrastructure is there to develop um, their game enough to be able to contribute to the NFL game. Um, so I think there's just a big future in, in looking at crossover guys, um, crossover athletes. Um, sounds like what you're saying is the interest in the program from, uh, you know, uh, who's who in the league has, has increased. Would you say that's fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, obviously there's, you know, you see articles, there's an article that came out uh, a month ago or so about a kid from the NFL Academy um, who came from Africa and uh, ended up getting a scholarship at Tennessee. And, you know, I got texts from uh, some NFL scouts like, are these the guys that you're seeing? Like, holy crap. <laughs> like, they really, really piqued their interest. And I think it's the tip, it's the tip of the iceberg. Like, I, I, I just think there's a lot more kids out there that just, they have no idea that this opportunity is there. Like, they really don't know. I, and I speaking with coaches and trainers, it's really as easy as if you know a kid in your town or village or whatever, like, and he's this athletic freak, like, here's my email. Like, send him <laughs> my information or send him our information whoever Chris Durham up in NFL Academy or whatever, like it's as easy as just sending over the information so we can get the wheels turning on seeing what's there. And, uh, so, and that, and I don't, I know we talked before and, you know, you asked one of the rewarding, <clears throat> the rewarding yeah. parts of this job is like, you know, this time last year, like just, we'll talk, we'll take the guys from, from this last IPP class. Like this time last year, they had no idea they're going to be in an NFL training camp right now. Like they were just, a couple of them were just playing that like club basketball, you know, yeah. um, in, in their town and they're in NFL training camps right now, you know, practicing alongside Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, like wow. <laughs> in a span, you know, less than a year. Uh, so like, that's the coolest part is is truly, you know, we're providing a gateway to really life changing opportunities, not only for them, but for their families and for generations from their towns to come you know like it's it's really cool oh that's great um that's about all the questions i had for you mark um appreciate you taking the time it sounds like a very cool experience especially uh this next uh, week and a half for you traveling around and and checking out the next uh cream of the crop yeah absolutely i really respect what you guys do and, and you guys honestly i read you guys a lot and it kind of keeps me in tune with what's going on out there so uh you guys keep up the great work as well I'm glad to help